Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we watch every Steven Seagal movie for some reason. This week we're talking Half Past Dead from 2002, the uh, last theatrical movie with Steven Seagal in the lead. Just period, the last. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's going to mm-hmm. pick up on the podcast, but um, when you said that, a, a massive clap of thunder happened in, in, uh, in uh, up here outside of my house. So, um, God is listening. Yeah. Well, it is uh, also the first and last PG thirteen, like main Seagal. Actually, I, I don't know if that's true. It's the first. <laughs> I'm, it's certainly the last one to be released in theaters. I know that for a fact, but it is the first. Um, you know, I didn't even I didn't even really take note of that. Uh, like like mentally, I didn't even th- this movie didn't strike me as being more PG thirteen than the others. Like as I was watching it, but you know, I guess I guess I, I guess it is. I don't know. We're gonna talk about it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we could we could do that. Yeah, um, I guess there's not much else to do. I'm gonna. I'm. I'll. I'll just say it. Yeah. Um. I hate this podcast. I. Uh, I hate to do it. <laughs> I. It, it, I. I realized today. Yeah. That we just didn't have to do this. Yeah. Nobody asked for this. Yeah. Um. um so I. I've we been, did. <laughs> I've been putting the episodes together to be released. And, uh, you know, I, 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 there's just something about listening to those first few episodes where we talk about, you know, like our faithful listeners and we make all these jokes and we, you know, we did our bumpers and stuff and we we're just like, oh, you know, we didn't have any concept of the idea that anybody would ever listen to this. And that's horrifying. Yeah. We didn't like gauge interest. We didn't reach out to a like talk film society prior it was kind of after we started i was like well maybe you know we could find a home for this to make us feel less crazy yeah more or less really just to give it some amount of validity to what we were doing yeah um but we could have just not done this well i remember when you messaged me and saying that you were seriously down to do this i still didn't think you were serious i still thought you were joking um because like I was always kind of half serious when I said let's watch every single Steven Seagal movie and make a podcast out of it, but like I've said that I think about a lot of things, you know. I I think you've said it more about this than anything else. That I is got true. the impression that if I had been like, yeah, okay, then you were in a hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. I actually probably was in a hundred percent from the beginning. I don't know why, but yeah, I <laughs> we we just really we we just didn't have to do this. Um, but we do now. Yeah, we we do now. We're not quitters. Yeah, <laughs> we're a lot of things. Uh, fucking quitters, we are not. Yeah, and uh, we did take a week off. Oh yeah. So um, it it does not feel like it. <laughs> not at all. 
it does not feel like it. I really thought that, uh, and we took it off out of like legitimate feasibility reasons, like logistically we had to take a week. Um, but there is no part of me that was like, ah, bummer. Oh yeah. Um, I was like, I, it's like getting the week off of school or something. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, I kind of hoped, you know, a little break would re-energize me, make me feel a little refreshed, but um, I think it made it worse. Do you mean to tell me that Half Half Past Dead did not invigorate you? It did not make you excited? Half Past Dead did not make you excited to do Stephen Destroy? Half Past Dead... I think, and I, I think I've I've pulled this up now. This will be the second week in a row. Second week in a but row. I think because I know I what you're going to say. <laughs> I think this is the worst movie that we have watched so far. This is one of this. the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It is, uh, on like it is objectively a better put together movie than Ticker. Uh-huh. Like, I, I really don't think you could argue that it is necessarily just as a, you know, like as a film worse the ticker it's better acted it's barely more coherent but very very barely but ticker it's it's infinitely more offensive it's just more offensive to have to watch and sit through the ticker because ticker at least is insane and that's something i took a i took like a four hour break in the middle of this movie dylan i took a like 24 hour break i i this is the first movie i could not finish in the same day this is the first one we've watched that i could not get over like get it over with so i didn't have to worry about it anymore and look i'm a Um, i'm a big ticker apologist as you may remember um you know i mean ticker sucks there's no way around it uh but you know I, i i had some arguments for ticker uh being a better watching experience than some of the other movies we've seen this movie though this movie hurt it is absolutely i mean it it is it feels so much like exit wounds just with any because i still i know that exit wounds was our first like genuine breakdown but i still think that it had um ambition i guess it at least kind of like tried i guess yeah um this feels just like exit wounds but if any modicum of intelligence that exit wounds or ambition or anything that exit wounds may have had just completely removed so all you get is like weird early 2000s stylized steven seagal running around and that's just the movie i mean this is just long passages just swaths of fucking nothingness like the amount of like of the like staring into the abyss that is this movie it, it's it's hard to even say like you watch this movie and like you know that that images are being displayed in front of your face but like it's still difficult to like convince yourself that anything is being put in front of you i mean this movie is um as nothing <laughs> as something can possibly be yeah it uh, five, five stars <laughs> i don't know if i would put it with like the patriot i, I it's it's like 
it's different because I guess stuff happens and there are twists. There's a lot of twists. <laughs> this movie is actually, at least for me, it, it, I couldn't tell if I couldn't follow it or if the movie just was, I don't even know. <sighs> Fuck this movie. Look, um, I took infinitely less notes on this than I have any movies watched so far. I take pretty copious notes. I'm usually hitting about three pages. Um, I got like less than a page and a half. <laughs> Honestly, dude, um, th- th- I think this is easily the least amount of notes I've written for a movie. And I have also definitely uh, did not pay very much attention. And not not like I was really off doing other things. I was pretty much like the activity I was doing at the time was watching Half Past Dead. But it was just hitting my, my retinas and not even going to my brain. Just like bouncing off them then all over the walls. Yep. And And I don't think I missed anything. There were times where I was like, oh, fuck, I must have missed something. And then, like, would go back and then just not get an answer to my question at all. Yep. That's half past dead. I mean, look. You know, there's really not. I just wish that there was something, like, enjoyable that I could point to in this movie. Um the only thing I like about this movie and like is the wrong word. The only thing that I uh, got a kick out of in this movie, there's two things. One, that the soundtrack is censored. Um, oh, it is. It's so funny to me. Which makes sense because it was PG-13. Yeah, but at the same time, why? <laughs> why was it PG-13? That's yeah. such a good question. It's not like they were really pulling in any teens the only people coming to a steven seagal movie in 2002 were like stepdads and uncles yeah and this movie is entirely geared towards stepdads and uncles there is nothing teen about this there's not a single teen in the The, movie well in the early 2000s i mean the new metal this movie is so okay early 2000s all the new metal the soundtrack is either like um I don't even know what, what do you what kind of rap subgenre uh, under. I actually I actually am not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what we would describe this hip hop as. I definitely recognize it from like uh, Madden NFL soundtracks from the early yep. 2000s. Had a, had a lot of rap that sounded like NFL this. NFL Fever 2002. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a, that's that's the the uh, the sweet spot right there for football yeah. video games and this type of music. But the new metal in this movie is so fucking funny. I, I did laugh a lot at the there there's one scene where they like link up some like snare drum hits with with uh with guns being shot and it's so funny. <laughs> uh, that is the only enjoyable thing from this movie is how egregious the new metal is. I I could get behind that. Um Yeah, the so so Half Past Dead. Yeah. Directed by Don Michael Paul and his And uh, fuck him. Da- in his debut this dude's uh filmography is pretty wild yeah he did a couple just random you know movies i've not heard of um and then in 2013 or sorry 2014 he kind of just found his niche um which is making direct to dvd sequels of other movies oh so he did like a uh, jarhead 2 um trimmer 5 Two movies in the Sniper series. Um, he did Death Race Beyond Anarchy. 
Um, he 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 did Kindergarten Cop two. Oh, with Dolph Lundgren. And that's, that's just that, all he's been doing. That's got to be a great one. That's all he's been doing is just these like direct to DVD sequels of other movies. Interestingly enough, he did not do the direct to DVD sequel to Half Past Dead, which uh, does exist. Are we gonna uh, watch it? We are not because it focuses on uh, Twitch. You remember Twitch? <laughs> Who could forget? Uh, it was like a legitimate question. <laughs> I would not yeah, hold I, it against I, you if you didn't remember Twist. Y- yeah, or Twitch. I, I said that because I don't remember Twitch. Oh, at least not by dude name. At, he's the dude at the end. Okay. <laughs> he's he's that dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, that's what half past dude pa- uh, half, half past, past dude half past dude half past dead two is uh, about him um one thing about half past dead that's interesting and fits in the theme of our podcast that somehow developed the uh director of photography michael slovis slavis mm-hmm. um who looks like a judge that's on cutthroat kitchen a lot um he was the DP or director or in just some way involved with over 50 episodes of Breaking Bad. That's pretty wild. And that show had, I, I believe, 62 to 65 episodes. Yes, that's, that's a lot of that show. Yes. Oh, 62 exactly. Wow. Wow. So, somebody's um, been watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> I have been watching Breaking Bad. And I've seen this man's name so many times that when I just saw it in the credits for Half Past Dead, I was like, I know that name. Let me figure out why. And it's because he's done so much Breaking Bad. Literally, if there is an episode of Breaking Bad that you remember outside of the first season, because he started in the seven, uh, season two premiere, he was either... He was probably the DP on it. None of the ones he directed were really familiar to me. Yeah. But, I mean, he did the last three episodes of the show. Um, Fly. So, and Fly, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get a little <laughs> too off topic. Uh-huh. But as someone who has recently watched Fly, um, which is such a just visually driven hour of television, yeah. the fact that the dude who shot that also shot Half Past Dead makes me want to blow my brains out yeah it is insane <laughs> not even out of like alarm like good for this dude that he graduated from half past dead to doing like incredible episodes of tv um just the fact that like a man who seems to me to be blatantly pretty talented had to do half past dead just breaks my heart <laughs> and half past dead is um visually uh, abhorrent it it looks like shit and i don't know of course how much of that is don michael paul the actual like overall style again is so fucking early 2000s it's shot like a music video i was just gonna say that yes this this movie looks like a music video and the opening title sequence made me think i was oh my god made me think i was playing a video game um it made me feel like i was starting a first person shooter or something well it it like opens the movie and as we're watching the beginning of the movie it has like the words half past dead 
like huge superimposed over it just kind of moving around like uh it looks like a like a watermark or like you're on the dvd menu still yeah and i was like about to message you and be like james is is this gonna be on here the entire time (laughs) i also thought that it was something that had been like put on there by the service we were using to watch it Uh i was like this is fucked up they like put the name of the movie over the the whole movie yeah like who does this i really did i thought something was fucking wrong yeah um I, I okay let's do it i have a little uh stevens form friends if you want to try and maybe smooth it in it's a very quick one yeah um, i i had a uh i had a question as well okay that uh because like i said i've been i've been putting the episodes together our, our first two or three episodes mm-hmm. and um at one point as i was as i was doing that i i came across uh a question that I think I asked you that we didn't know the answer to yet that I wonder if maybe we know the answer now. So I think okay. it was, uh, I think it was on the hard to kill episode. And I said, James, when do you think the cliff is going to be? When do you think, ah. when do you think these movies are just going to fall off the face of the earth? And you said at hard to kill. <laughs> so <laughs> so wow, I asked I'm funny. I, yeah. I ask you now at half past dead, when do you think the cliff is, was, can it get any lower than this? I have an absolute 100% automatic answer for you. Yeah. Between, um, I, I don't know if it counts, but I would say you've got Under Siege 2 and then Executive Decision and then The Glimmer Man. Yeah. And I think the, the cliff started after Under Siege 2. Executive Decision isn't really part of it. It's in this like weird, you know, like you're starting to slip. And yeah. then The Glimmer Man is when you hit that cliff. Absolutely without question. Yeah, I think that that's a pretty good assessment because it's like he, you know, executive decision. It's like he's not the star anymore, and then yeah, in, in his return to being a star, it is just complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> Everything goes wrong. Yeah, it's as bad as I can get. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that that feels like the cliff. It's absolutely the cliff. Um, let's do a really quick little Stevens form friends. Um, let's put in. Our little 10 second intro. Or however, you just cram it in there. It's a very short one. Yeah. All fine. right. Um, this, I mean, this is a very short little Stevens Forum, friends. Um, the question was I was wondering what co stars y'all would like to see Steve O appear with in the future. Any ideas? <laughs> and I do have to assume, contextually, they are referring to Steven Seagal as Steve O. You know, not. I'm actually going to defend the forum friends here in that, like, I have to constantly stop myself from referring to Steven as Steve-O um, when talking to you about the show. That, um, do- I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, I like, because I, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a you know big fan of, uh, you know, little, little, little nicknames and things here and there. Yeah, giving him a pet name. Giving him a little pet name, <laughs> a little pet Steven. And um, frequently I think to myself, yeah, just call him Stevo. I'm like, no, Stevo's a man. I cannot, uh, I cannot conflate the two. So I will, I will defend this forum friend in that I have come close to making this very same blunder many a time. Well, they asked, um, who would you like to see Stevo appear with in the future? And the answers were overwhelmingly the forum friends just saying, "Me, I would like to be in the film with Steven." <laughs> I love um, that. That's really good. Overwhelmingly. Um, 
like basically. I think, that, I think that that says a lot about the Forum Friends. Honestly, I, I think that this is the most revealing Stevens Forum Friends that we've done so far. Um, the me, that's <laughs> that's incredible. Actually. Well, there there was a lot of it was a lot of just me, a lot of being very horny for Steven, a lot of, um, you, you can all be in it as long as I get the kissing scene. And that's when we reply, Yikes. like, you you can get the kissing, but I get the bedroom. <laughs> uh, but there was just one specific answer out of that whole thing that I really wanted to, to say on the show, just because I, I do really like it. Yeah. Um, and they said, great idea. This was in response to somebody saying, we should all be in it. Uh, they said, great idea. We could all do a human wave, in, a, in parentheses, like at the ball game, and sing, we are the world, we are Segalians, we are the ones who make a brighter day. Uh, that's that's Stephen's form, Friends for the Week. That's all. That's all I got. I just really like that. That is stunning. Um, that's, oh, that is stunning. That is I wonderful. Like, <laughs> I like to just bring in a little, uh, little treat about the real Steven, the real uh, Steve heads. Um, Half Past Dead, the film. So, Steven, Steven plays Sasha Petrosevich. Petrosevich? Uh, he's Russian in this one. In a surprise but pleasant twist, he is not doing an accent. He doesn't even try to do an accent. He just tells people he's Russian and his name's Sasha Petrosevich, but he's just he's just talking like Steven. And honestly, man, all right, so I I have a feeling this is gonna become a theme for me for this movie. And like, you're right, it is nice that he's not doing an accent and 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 because we've seen it before. Um but my question here is why? Why is Steven Russian? He's not gonna do an accent. You know he can't do that accent. What's the point? Just, oh, there is no, there it, is absolutely no point, and it might because it doesn't tie into the story at all whatsoever. And the other thing I, I'll, I'll say here is, Stephen plays the same character in every single movie. At this point, would would we miss anything? Would we lose anything from just calling him Steven Seagal in every movie? <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. I thought about how easily you could just make him uh, name him Casey Ryback. And or or just give him any name again, Mason Storm. Yeah, just give him the same name. I'm sure that it's like a rights issue, but ultimately, yeah. you know, ignoring the actual legality of it, they could all just be like sequels to each other. Yeah. Um, and I actively thought that because this movie is just uh, we're just doing Under Siege again. It really is. Um, and when that hit me, I got so depressed. Yep. Well, to be fair, it takes 30 minutes before we are like figuring out the plot of this movie yeah 30 minutes this movie is um, a mess man it's a fucking mess it it opens with steven who <laughs> he's being interrogated by some more or less anonymous crime man he's completely irrelevant to the movie uh it just establishes that steven does crime and this dude is supposedly like i i don't know they say that he's got like the largest um crime syndicate like on the entire like east hemisphere or something like that i don't remember the exact line but they established that he's a, a huge crimesman like a really big deal but yeah. the only crime that the movie ever establishes him having any involvement is just stealing cars 
that's yeah. all Steven does is he just steals cars for this man. And then later, the like only other time he's mentioned in the movie is it acknowledges that he had somebody else stealing cars for him. Um, I'm far from a criminal mastermind, but I kind of just have to imagine that like he's got bigger stuff going on than stealing cars and he's not going down and like personally attending polygraph tests from dudes who are stealing cars from him or for him. Yeah, um, you know, look, it's half past dead. Um, <laughs> it, is, it really is. I, uh, <laughs> I hated this movie. I can't believe I can't that we either. had to watch this movie. I can't believe that we have to watch this movie so many times. I, I, really... I, I just can't believe what this movie was. Like, the, I, I just, everything about this movie was unbelievable to me. Like, I, I did kind of watch this, like, in awe at certain points of just like how mundane like every aspect of it was like i i i I don't even know how to describe it you know no it's it's ridiculous but not like good ridiculous it it does feel like they're just making it up as they go along oh yeah Um, very good point absolutely which is kind of like in hindsight i guess something you can appreciate but in the moment it doesn't have like any sort of haphazardness to it which would at least make it kind of interesting to watch it's just very rote and then the movie just takes a turn and (laughs) out of nowhere it's just a different movie now yeah um because it's like i don't know they're like stealing cars and shit like i I don't know it's like fucking fast and the furious for like 15 minutes exactly Um, and uh then it's under siege for an hour yeah it's under siege meets the rock uh exactly and uh you can do it i really don't know if i can i uh god i hate half past i hate steven seagal i i think if i could make one wish for anything in the world yeah it would be to erase steven seagal from existence and then it would erase all of these movies we still have to watch um i think it would be a net positive in a lot of ways I, I wish that there was some sort of event in which uh, a portion of the internet was just withered away, and the only part that that got lost was the remaining like thirty-eight Steven Seagal movies that we haven't seen yet, and there was just no way to get them. All the DVDs are gone. There's just a mass exodus of every Steven Seagal movie ever made. Uh after right. 2002 because we we can't take we can't l- take back what we've already lost the hours it's just the brain power we have we have watched over 24 hours of steven seagal movies now at this don't, point don't you I dare think. say that to me i think that math adds up like you know i've uh i'm certainly no stranger to wasting my time i've uh you know, I've played a lot of video games in my day, and I know that, for instance, with video games, oftentimes the amount of hours that you put into them is tracked, uh-huh. and I I make an explicit effort to never look at it, and so I don't ever want to try to put the math together to know how long I've spent watching these Steven Seagal movies, because well, it, it can only serve to defeat me. Well, to use that metaphor, I love, I'm bummed when games don't track how much time you play, because I, I, like I like to play a game, and I, yeah. I don't really view it as wasting time the way sure. most people do and, and maybe reasonably should <laughs> but um yeah i mean it doesn't stop me me viewing yeah. it that way does not stop me from playing so th- yeah well, maybe at the end of the day you should just kind of lean into it 
Well, no, yeah, I mean, it's like fun, you know? It is. And, and it's good to be doing something you enjoy. What's wild to me is that we've spent well over 24 hours doing something we explicitly hate for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look. The idea of doing a podcast before you start it seems like a fun idea. Because when I envisioned this, when we started, I, I sort of saw the end. I saw, like, 50 episodes and... Maybe it and would it, be fun. Ha, ha, remember that crazy thing we did that year? We watched every Steven Seagal movie. Well, and like, you know, we, we've, I, I don't know. I've always had like this fascination with like going through with things like this. Like, mm-hmm. like um, you know, uh, our, our listeners will no doubt remember. Uh, they won't remember, of course, because um, none of this was ever recorded. But like we, we were like, oh, yeah, let's watch Chappie every week. And, and record a podcast <laughs> of us losing our minds watching P- Chappie every week. And yeah, I was that like, that's something we were going to do. And I was like, hey, that's a great idea. And so th- to, me, to me, this was this was the Chappie cast. And I almost think I'd rather have been watching Chappie this whole time. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen Chappie, so I can't confirm or deny. I certainly do believe, based on my memory of the one and a half times we watched Chappie. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's better than any of these movies we've watched. I feel pretty good about that. And I don't know, because we're kind of already just watching the same movie every week. It's yeah. like, it's actually maybe worse because at least you know, like, what you're getting into with Chappie every week. Whereas now it's just like, you don't even know what you're getting into. You don't know which ones are going to be long. You don't know if they're going to have Stephen Fuck. You don't have any idea what you're getting into. Which, by the way, basically you know to this point very very rarely happens um of course now we're gonna get like four movies in a row where he fucks but like up until this point we have been able to stay steer clear of steven fucking very much uh we absolutely have which is nice thank you for that i i almost don't know i almost because i know that we are both at the start very concerned we expected it to be a lot of these movies um but I feel like already they're shooting Steven very tight on the face. Um, it didn't take that long. Yeah, they're really trying not to show you a lot of Steven. So I feel like having him in a sexual context is going to be even more like they, they want to back away from stuff that's going to highlight his physicality um, well, and, and outside he... of the actual fighting. And he might want that, too, at this point. Oh, no, I'm sure... Well, yeah, no, I'm sure that it's mutual between yeah. the, the crew, the cast, and the viewers. Yeah, I, I think... I, well, I don't know, though. Steven's forum friends seem pretty keen on... Oh, yeah. Well, on Steven, so... That's it's, true. It, it's hard to say. Um, I mean, look. <laughs> I've, already yeah. said the, I've already said the things I like about this movie, basically. The new metal is very funny. Um, similar to some of the early Seagal movies, uh, maybe Hard to Kill or Above the Law was one of the one of the two of them where shit would just like fucking explode all mm-hmm. the time in this movie. In those movies, we get that here. I mean, people get thrown through glass, and it, it's like again, it was like it had explosives planted. There's on There's one it. time Steven's fighting a dude, and he like throws the dude into a glass wall. Not even like through it. It's just like into a glass wall, and then. We get a close up of the dude's face, and it's just like 
he's still and his eyes are open, so he's just like dead. Like Steven just threw him against the wall so hard. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Uh, Steven on two different occasions in this movie refers to something as being cuckoo crazy. Okay. I, I liked that. I uh, like that too. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um let's 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 dig into it maybe not super specifically like we sometimes do unless you have something that you really want to say but let's at least kind of just say what it's about to yeah the that's best probably of our abilities. that's probably a good idea yeah. um basically steven you know it's the fast and the furious and uh some fbi agents swarm the chop shop that steven and his buddy uh ja rule yeah are who, at. I, who i believe well, I might be wrong about that. I feel like I read somewhere that he is also rapping in the uh, in in the songs that we were referring to in the soundtrack, uh, but I could be wrong about that. I'll f- he he we'll, is. We'll f- that okay. sounds very familiar because yeah. I looked at the soundtrack because I was curious if it was going to be like goofy new metal bands that I knew or anything. But I think that most of the new metal is just like the actual score. Yeah, and then the 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 the, the sort of the song score of it is is Ja Rule songs that he might have written for the movie that I don't know. Uh, but it does begin and end with the same song, so it may have been Ja Rule written for the movie. Because, of course, Ja Rule is... I mean, he has almost more screen time than Steven. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty close to being co-stars. I mean, this yeah. is definitely a Steven movie. Um, <sighs> so, <laughs> Steven and... Um, Ja Rule get well there's this like shootout and Steven jumps in front of a bunch of bullets for Ja Rule at least that's what it looked like to me like he's sacrificing himself to take these bullets for him and uh that's never acknowledged like it's it's never even like a dude you saved my life and when it later is revealed that Steven was an undercover FBI agent um that is even weirder and then the fact that he's in jail (laughs) which i makes it continuously even weirder because i guess the idea is he was like that was always supposed to happen that bust and then steven was supposed to go to jail with ja rule to get closer to him so that way they could take down the crimes lord that is totally forgotten about entirely forgotten about entirely at the end of the movie, because, oh god, I fucking hate this movie. Yeah. At the at like the beginning, you get this almost uh, ticker tier moment where Jaro comes up to Steven, and out of nowhere is just like, "It's time to take that ring off your finger, dude. She's gone. You know, you got to move on." Very, and very ticker tier moment. Very right there. ticker tier. Yeah, it's definitely it, it's letting us know Steven suffered a you know a loss that is. T- <sighs> does technically come around at the end because you find out that the the big crime lord had one of his car thieves shot steven's wife while stealing their car which isn't something that like huge crime lords have people do for them they'll go around doing carjackings but um that's it that's like the only connection to any of this the only reason that we have steven's wife die but they go to jail and they're at they're at Alcatraz 2. Yep. Or it's called New Alcatraz, but it's basically just Alcatraz 2. We're doing Alcatraz again. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. And um 
Alcatraz 2 has a state-of-the-art execution chamber where there are five ways to die. Yeah, you got you got them ready? Um, I do, actually. Okay, good. Do you, do you have them, too? No, I was asking if oh, you did. I do, yeah. Lethal ejection, Classic. gas chamber, hanging, firing squad, or electric chair. All right. Um, wh- mm-hmm. Which one? Which one's your favorite? Which oh. one? Which, which one are you going with? So, probably lethal injection, I guess. Yeah. I think I don't know if that hurts or not. Do they give you like the the one that makes you high, like they do dogs? That I don't know. Because um, maybe I've, that. I've, yeah, I haven't read much into uh, lethal injection to be <laughs> to be totally fair. I think everything else would be like a little bit much. Yeah. I guess gas I'm, chamber seems like the worst to me. Yeah, gas chamber seems pretty bad. I, I, I'm also pretty fascinated by firing squad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's <laughs> that's that seems like a thing that doesn't happen. I mean, I could be wrong, but um, if that's a thing that happens, we gotta get some. We gotta make some phone calls um, because who's letting that happen? Well, the beginning of the movie, they have this like press conference where they're like head of the prison or whatever not the wardings that's a whole other thing but like the guy who owns it or something everybody's like isn't this kind of uh outdated isn't this kind of is this kind of cuckoo crazy yeah this is kind of a medieval thing um but for me what's wild about the firing squad is it's just this big indoor room that they're i guess just like (laughs) lining the dude up at and just putting bullets in the walls i don't know um it's it's very very strange and there's a dude that they've brought in to be like the first person murdered in the execution chamber christian in the chamber yeah and he volunteered his name is um i'm gonna find it you with it's lester mckenna played by bruce whites waits whites yeah yeah lester um and lester stole 200 million dollars in gold bricks but during the like heist or whatever he he got some people killed on accident um but he, he stole the gold bricks and he buried them and he won't tell anyone where they are and he's volunteered to be the the first person the first blood spilt on alcatraz 2 and um the dude from before, the like guy who owns the prison or whatever his job is, his uh, second in command, his assistant, Morris Chestnut. You re- you remember Morris Chestnut? Uh, that's a that's a name I remember. He was in Under Siege Two. He's the porter, Stevens. Oh shit! Surprise sidekick. We got a little reunion going on. Wow! Somebody yeah. working with Steven more than once. I know. And Crazy. He's coming around now. He's the bad boy. He's the bad guy. Yeah, real bad boy in this movie. He is. He uh, takes over the prison because they're going to find out from Lester where are all the gold's hidden. Yep. And before this happens, there's a, a truly bewildering scene, potentially the most bewildering of the entire movie, at least to me. Maybe I missed something. Yeah. But uh, Lester on death row request to speak to steven before he dies yeah and steven uh goes to meet death row guy 
and he asks Stephen what it's like to die and if God will forgive him. Yeah. Did I miss something that explains why this happened? Like how they know each other or anything? Yeah. Or, again, why he, A, knows Stephen is there and B, wants to talk to him. If, if... I don't know if if it was in there. We both missed it. Um, okay. Maybe uh, maybe they do crimes together. Uh, maybe they did crimes together. I don't know. Stephen. Oh, apparently. but Stephen's undercover. He's FBI. Look, man, I'm I'm grasping at straws here. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. doing whatever I can. Well, um, but the... yeah, uh, <laughs> and right, Stephen just doesn't give him an answer. In well, to be fair, what I mean, what Stephen did say. die earlier in the movie for for a minute. I, I thought that's why he was he was asking because Stephen gets shot. Isn't there like a whole it, thing where he goes? To the well, Stephen, he yeah, do, is he dead? And then like like he's legally dead for a bit, and then they bring him back. Yeah, I think that's uh, uh, what happened. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's dead, man. That whoa. Wow, maybe this is a good movie. Actually, you know what? On second thought, this is maybe the best movie we've seen <laughs> so far. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess that kind of explains at least why he asked Stephen what it's like to die. Yeah, why he um, asked Stephen and knew about Stephen, that we don't know. But yeah, he had, he did at least like assuming he knows Stephen's story for some reason. Uh, he he did apparently ask a a pertinent question. What's it like to die? Yeah, well, Morris Chestnut takes everything over. Um, there's a Supreme Court justice there. She presided over Lester's case, um, and I I assume not when she was a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, and then now she's coming to follow it through and see him die. Yeah, she and, uh. <laughs> She she uh, she really uh, put forth some great rhymes. I, I don't know. I don't know if you caught her her rhymes. Uh, no, I absolutely did. Speaking to Lester, oh yeah. Well, Lester gives his whole. Uh, uh, you know, you should come here uh, because you feel guilty because you uh, you want forgiveness for deciding to kill me. And and she says the jury decided, I presided. Damn. Yeah. She's spitting. Yeah, man. She heard Ja Rule was on set that day. Yeah. <laughs> she was showing him. off. Yeah, that was ad-libbed. Yeah. Um, that's Linda Thorson as Judge Jane McPherson. Um, and they they take her hostage and they tie her up to the, the chair. Um, another hot to the electric chair. Another hostage is the warden, uh, played by Tony Plana. He what kind of vibes were you getting from the warden? Because I was very confused by what his character was supposed to be. Same, because like he was introduced in a way that made it seem like he was going to be like a villain or something. Yeah. Well, he's introduced Steven and Ja Rule just beat up some guards and it's not really a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So he's beating up the um, and the warden shows up and he's more or less just like, knock it off. But the way I mean, the way he acts and and the way it's just done makes it seem like he's very creepy and villainous. Absolutely. And then we meet him again. He's given this whole speech about how it's his prison, 
And a lot of it is about how you shouldn't try to escape, which I kind of feel like isn't something they are actually going to harp on a lot when you are like sent to prison. I don't think they're going to be like, don't even think about escaping. I don't think that's something that happens in real life because I feel like you just... Yeah, uh, and it, it makes it seem like this movie would be about them trying to escape from the prison. That is also very true. And that doesn't that's not the plot of this movie at all. No. Not even a little. Um, no, not even a little. Um but they they make him seem like he's going to be very hard-edged and he's going to be like villainous and antagonistic and maybe even like sadistic. And he's like walking through the jail and one of the uh inmates is just playing a video game. He's just gaming. He's just gaming, and the warden's like, "Are you winning?" <laughs> and I, I expected him to be like, "No gaming in my prison," and he like beats the man up or something. But he's just like, "See, this inmate here knows how to occupy his time." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "This this guy's found a a better outlet for his aggressive tendencies." He's basically just telling all the prisoners like that they need to just start gaming. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone in my prison will game. Like at one point they start handing books out and like look, I mean these these are not um these are not bad things. They're just uh just strange in the in the vibe he, of this movie. He seems pr- honestly pretty cool to me. He's like you yeah, guys are going to be here a while. You might as well settle in, find something fun to do, play some video games, read a book. Yeah, it, it seems like uh you know, considering this is fucking Alcatraz 2. Uh, that he uh, he seems to be a relatively humane uh, warden. He's like, he you know what? Pretty nice. Yeah, he's like, you guys can game. You guys can read books. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm here to be your friend. But if you escape, <laughs> we're gonna throw you into the fucking bay. All right. And like, so yeah, like I, it's like, what are the vibes on this guy? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we were supposed to think of him because it's very it's seldom I I I leave a movie like confused as to what i was gonna supposed to feel about a character when that's not like the point right (laughs) like the point was not to be confused about this warden i don't think Um, i i don't think that that level of complexity was factored into half past dead at all not even a little um Uh, so yeah uh, yeah (laughs) the warden yeah (laughs) yeah half past dead um steven Basically, I mean, he leads all of the prisoners in a revolt to save the the justice, which they're all, like, super cool with. They do, like, kind of try and escape, um, but they're all pretty immediately like, yeah, let's let's do this the right thing and save these, you know, these people and, and the justice and everything. And, and it's not really uh, discussed or, like, a point of conflict. Yeah, there's at no point anybody saying, like, like you know these people are going to kill us these people are going to kill us (laughs) we have to save these people from the like state-of-the-art execution chamber that they built for us yeah or like why am i gonna save this judge you know like yeah a judge is like a person that put me in this place you know like there's nobody grapples with that nobody like thinks twice like hmm do i want to save a judge do i really have that kind of goodwill for a judge no, nobody nope. nobody thinks twice they're, about this. They're all just so happy to work with Steven. And Steven leads them to where they uh, keep all the guns. Like, every 
yeah like every prison, prison has they have a full prison armory. has its armory <laughs> yeah um there is there's a a helicopter that crashes into the roof of the prison and yeah. steven climbs climbs this rope that's coming down from the helicopter uh which made me very nervous not like i was nervous for steven just naturally watching a person who looks like uh the way steven does in this movie climb that very high rope just naturally made me a little nervous and we did see somebody fall off the rope yes someone does tumble and and we haven't really delved into it but steven looks like shit here um very leathery very leathery definitely getting pretty big uh he he's having a rough one and again like we already said it's shoot it's shot uh definitely very close on him um even in the action scenes and and i don't know how much of it is just the weird early 2000 stylization but we're getting a lot of like weird angles that kind of don't give you just a head-on look of steven yeah there are very few uh he's usually filmed from like the ground up if you're gonna if you're gonna get any shots of him that aren't just a close-up of his face um and uh they make him look pretty mountainous a couple of times in this movie yeah um one thing i will say about the camera work in this movie uh the fucking zooms um (laughs) i almost lost my mind with all the zooms in this movie well there's so many zooms and there's so much slow-mo it's not even like it's not even like just during the action scenes there's like moments where people like will turn to walk away and they do it in slow-mo like to emphasize the drama of what they've just said to steven um this movie looks like shit it looks so bad dude i mean it is visually it is awful um and so i don't know i might i might be skipping a little bit here but i do want to yeah go for it just pull out what you want to talk about yeah i do want to get into this one scene because so our bad guy in this movie yeah Um, morris chestnut morris chestnut um he he says at one point during this movie that he he doesn't have a backstory that he just saw an opportunity and decided to take it. Does it any yep. point? This doesn't get elaborated on at all later. Like we truly don't get a backstory for him, right? No, they make a weird um, number, like multiple attempts in this movie where people are like, "Why are you doing this, huh? Mommy didn't love you enough," um, or the judge tries to like psychoanalyze him too, and he's always just like, "No." There's, like, I have one one of the few lines I have is him just outright saying, "Are you okay?" <laughs> so say, man, Steven's mad. Yeah, this is gonna make a very weird uh, sort of. This is our Halloween episode. Yeah, it's gonna have a very weird tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be extra good if my uh, apartment burns down in the middle of this uh, this episode. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll continue on. Uh power's so power's pretty drastic. Power's still on. Uh we yeah. have we have not been struck by lightning. Uh so for the, for the time being we're going to Well your apartment's probably got like you know some, whatever buildings have to make them not catch on fire if they get struck by lightning. That's true. Yeah, you know, we're made out of bricks here. There's no uh yeah, there's no wood bricks. or anything. It's, it's not too much that's Yeah. Fine, no wooded site. Yeah. You're not going to find any wood this side of the Mississippi, brother. Um, anyway, okay. um, where, where were the, we? The exact line that Morris Chestnut says is, there is no deep, dark psychological reason for my behavior. 
Yeah. And that's just like the the stance of the movie. It it puts it puts so much like time and effort into having Morris Chestnut just insist that he's fine. <laughs> everything's fine that when there isn't some twist or like explanation it makes no sense it's very jarring because they spend so much time where he's just like no my my brain is actually normal yeah and and so this 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 gets me to the scene with the judge where, mm-hmm. where the judge is trying to psychoanalyze him yes and he, and he gets it's just a very uncomfortable scene yeah and um because he like psychoanalyzes the judge again making you think that he has like some sort of insight or something like you know it's like a, it's like a fucking it's like fucking silence of the you know silence of the lambs but as bad as it can possibly be yeah uh, like as yeah, shitty kinda. as possible um and so but yeah so he he like does the you know he does this thing it's like what do you want to hear here my my dad beat me my mom raped me and 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 then it's like, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, well, she's that's what she says. She's like, is that is that what happened? Is and, and he's, he's just, just like, like, no. Yeah, he's like, even if it was, I wouldn't tell you. And it, it, I, I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah, the, and, he and, the stuff he says to her is like he's talking about how she was so busy like fighting for women's rights and becoming a Supreme Court justice that she never had children. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to fuck you because you care yeah. about women. Yeah, it, well, it's also, it's just so weird because she, the way she reacts and the way she, like, starts crying, like, it's true, makes it feel like uh, that's, like... A stance? That's, <laughs> what? I didn't hear you said. Oh, that it's, like, a stance or something? Like, yeah, or, like, it's, like, the movie's stance. Yeah, like the I movies. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, in fucking... Uh, the second Avengers movie, how they they make it out to where um, Black Widow's talks about what a piece of shit she is because she had a hysterectomy. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, you know, it's easily the worst Avengers movie. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still kind of like that one. It's it's pretty messy. That it, it has some blatantly not great moments. But, yeah, well, um, I I guess I guess it's kind of unfair because the other three Avengers movies, especially the last two, are so are so great. Um, I guess we don't need to get into that on our half past dead episode. We'll save that for uh for the pistol end. whiff for the uh, <laughs> is that the name of the next movie? No. Oh, okay. I just picked a random one that's coming up. There's a movie called Pistol Whipped that we're going to watch? Yes. All right. I'm going to be excited for that one. Okay. I've chosen to be excited for the one called Submerged because I think it's just going to be Under Siege again. Oh, God. I I uh, actively believe that it will just be Under Siege. Under Siege on a boat, if you will. So just Under Siege. Yeah, well, it's probably a submarine, but it's basically a boat. It's a boat that can can swim. I don't know. A boat that can swim, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Look, it's half past dead, dude. Yeah, and so I guess what I was going to say about this scene in Half Past Dead, this, uh, this not-origin scene, mm-hmm. um, is that it really is. It's just, it's the movie. The movie is right there in that scene. It's like we are gonna try as hard as we possibly can to say and do nothing. Yep. 
Um, I mean, that, this entire scene accomplishes nothing. And maybe they were like thinking that this is what character development is. <laughs> but, but even I then, mean, the, it's just it's like not. They, it's just not. It's like they made a decision at some point. They were like, our villain is going to suck. Yes. He's going to have no backstory. He's going to have no motivation other than greed. Yeah, other than he, he likes, he wants the big gold. And then, in a truly bizarre twist, it's as if they use the movie to defend that decision. They, like, have this this judge, like, ask, so what's your backstory? And, like, really try to get his backstory. And he just refuses to give one and makes a big deal about not forgiving one, or about not giving one. And this happens two or three times in the movie. Um, you know, it's half past dead, man. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I don't know. I, we can. There's not really any movie here. It really is just like they take over the prison and Steve stops them. Yeah, Steve goes under then, siege mode. Steve goes under siege mode and stops them. Um, there's this very interesting moment where Ja Rule and Steve and some of the other dudes are like walking through the prison going to the next set piece and ja rule out of nowhere is just like what aren't you telling me it's time you told me something's wrong here just out of nowhere just completely aware that steve has been hiding something um that's what steven tells him that he's fbi undercover right and ja rule is like what yeah and at least uh, um <laughs> you know and uh um God, I'm starting to mix the movies up now. Uh, what's the one where he goes to Kentucky? Ah, uh, Fire Down Below. It is Fire Down Below. Okay. Oh, I was thinking of, of course, it's uh, a technical predecessor uh, uh, on Deadly on Ground. On Deadly Ground, yeah. Yeah, so in Fire Down Below, uh, I refer to Steven as the worst undercover cop ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little better in this movie. He, he is. Be- he he is takes a because... lot longer to blow his cover. Well, when it's revealed to the audience, which when from from the version I watched in my brain is when he climbs up into the helicopter and radios the FBI people. It's not revealed before then, right? I don't think so. I think that's when it okay. happens. So when it's revealed, I was not surprised. I like kind of just assumed the whole time, no matter what was happening. Yeah. Um, because they make a whole big it, deal about it early in the movie. It's like, are you a fed? You know, and, and they have him do the polygraph and everything. And it's just like, you know well, Steven can beat a polygraph. Like, like you know only, that's part of this movie. Not only does he trick the polygraph, though, the way he does it is um, the guy, the crimes lord, is like, are, are you a spy? And Steven does this bit where he is like, saying to the crimes when he's like oh yeah i'm cia and i'm mi6 um and i'm kgb and i'm and he's you know naming all this stuff and then the polygraph is like going wild (laughs) so they're like oh i guess he's lying but like the way the polygraph works is that you're supposed to it's like (laughs) it, it goes wild if you're like lying and you're stressed about your lie being caught so it it reads like steven's telling them these like things that aren't true sarcastically but yet they're supposed to believe that he's like freaking out saying them like that and they're all just like ah cool okay yeah it's fucking ridiculously stupid yeah well and we know that from previous movies that steven is resistant to any kind of truth uh 
device, be it truth or just truth, truth serum, polygraph tests, truth. Stephen is truth. immune. Stephen is immune to them all. Yeah, um, but I'm just <laughs> just gonna go at the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, um, th- we could have talked about this movie in ten minutes, man. Like, there's there's nothing here. There's really nothing. The 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 brief moment that gave me any sort of hope is at the end of the movie. They the FBI people show up, big shootout. Morris Chestnut escapes in a helicopter. They go to the um the you know <laughs> the execution chamber. Yeah. That was a really good. That was a really good moment of just painful dead air. Yeah. Um. that's what they're here for hopefully we captured all the thunder (laughs) yeah that's that's what the audience is here for though that dead air while i struggle to think of words (laughs) (laughs) yeah they love Um, they go to the execution chamber to get the judge and they come back to steven with just this random ass lady dressed like dressed up like the judge it's just some random woman (laughs) yeah that they've put like a red wig on and steven's just like that's not her (laughs) Yeah, it is really good. It was really goofy. And then they chase after Morris Chestnut, um, who took Lester, the convict, in the helicopter with him, and the judge. And they chase after him in another helicopter, and he pushes the judge out of the helicopter, and Steven jumps out of his helicopter to go catch her. And I did not realize he had a parachute. (laughs) And I absolutely should have, because any time there's ever been anything that has been remotely interesting, like, you know, in this, like, how's Steven going to get out of this one? It's immediately, like, neglected and reversed and just completely fine and quickly solved. Um, so I should have known better. Yeah. Like, um, like when he, his car gets crunched in, I think it's on deadly ground or maybe marked for death. I think it's marked for death. They, like, crunch his car, you know, and it's like, how Steven got to get out of this one as his car is being crushed and he just kind of climbs out. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. He just jumps and I'm like, Oh fuck. What's like, what's going to happen here? What is Steven going to do? How is he going to grab this woman and save the day? Yeah. But, uh, or like that time came. he got, he got like uh, shot off of that train in under siege too. And then, and then he was just back. Yes. Yes. That's also that. I just didn't want to pull another example. That's hundred percent what I was thinking. He's yep. on the bottom of the train and then it doesn't show us how he got out from there. Yep. Ugh. Um yeah, he's just got he he just got parachute. Yeah. And Steven got parachute, Steven safe woman. Steven safe. Yeah. Um Buster has a bomb vest. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. What the fuck was going on with that bomb vest? Like when that shit happened, I, I like look. I'm not looking for these movies to make a lot of sense because if I did that I'd lose my mind. But Yeah, like, well, and we say pretty often we're not here to like you know, cinema just be like, yeah. here's a plot hole. But like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this guy was about to be executed. Like, did nobody like <laughs> check him? Well, no, I think Steven did. Made Steven it. give him okay? Because th- this I... one of those classic movies, classic moments where I just like totally miss something that happened in a movie and am confused about it. Ha- like you know coming to its end later on because it happens sometimes it in, especially in these movies i just miss shit but well i certainly could have also missed some shit and i know like steven and lester like they're he he sneaks lester away for a little bit 
um, and Lester tells them where the gold is. So they definitely had an opportunity where Steven could have made a bomb vest for him out of grenades. Yeah. But I don't recall any scenes or moments that like foreshadow that that has happened. Yeah. And let me tell you right now, there is absolutely no way I'm going to go back and try to figure it out. So, Oh no, that would be legitimately insane. Yeah. Um, and, and Ja Rule that is in that helicopter that's like crashed in the ceiling and it falls and you think he's dead, right? That's that's what happens, right? That happens. That happens in this movie. That, that, that does. It, it essentially happens. He he does his whole, uh, you know, he he's he he's seeing the light. He's dying, and mm-hmm. Steven's just like, hang in there, buddy. And then uh, think about not dying. Yeah. Um, and then it Steven leaves him because it seems yep. like he's dead. And then he's yep. not. He's not. He's dead. not. He's not dead. He's at all. not. And he's gotten Stevens. Stevens gotten him released from prison. Yep. And the movie just ends with them just like smiling at each other in slow motion. Yeah. And um, because I I don't know if this was just how things were in the two thousands, like the early two thousands, but um, it just ends the exact same way Exit Wounds did with the credits playing over uh, just a completely unrelated like basically like sketch yeah which is one of the inmates talking to his like wife or girlfriend and he's being all goofy and she's like why won't you come home and he's like i'm in jail classic it's yeah i don't know it's but it's it's the exact same vibe as the end of exit wounds yep um is that just how things were back then why is why is this movie ending like that too i have no idea dude like exit wounds at least has not necessarily like comedy but definitely like some enough comedic moments to where when it has its weird tom arnold anthony anderson riffing ending it like kind of fits because yeah they've been riffing separately through that whole movie and in a movie that were good may maybe right maybe you could end it that way and you could be like you could be like oh there's favorite comedic character number one and favorite favorite comedic character number two and now they're together wow but like exit yeah. wind sucks so that doesn't happen uh and instead it just feels like weird and it's just like tacked on and it's like i'm having it's like this is way too much f- fun <laughs> not, and not necessarily it was all that much fun to watch but like but they're like trying to have they're trying to have fun. fun and it's just like what do you do you guys know what movie this is? Like, do you guys know who the star of this movie is? These movies are not fun. And so like, no, they're again, not. And we talk about this all the time, but it's just like, and I get it, man. I really do get it. It's like, sometimes you just want to watch a dumb action movie. That's, that's just dumb and silly and fun, but none of the, with the exception of out for justice, none of these movies well, even are that. And even out for justice, none of it comes from Steven. Well, you can, I mean, if, if you wanted to watch this movie, you could watch The Rock. Um, or or anything. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, literally. But it's like just fucking The Rock if The Rock sucked shit, so. Yeah, just watch um, The Rock. I mean, watch Rambo. Watch, watch, <laughs> sure. watch Cobra. Cobra, you say? Which I haven't even seen, but I know it's yeah. better than this. Have you seen McGruber yet? No. So concludes our 16th <laughs> MacGruber update. 
Yeah. Um, and that's half past dead, brother. And yeah, it's like if you if you enjoy the movie, you probably didn't listen to this point anyway. But if you did, you know, we're not judging you. But we, I but wish we, I enjoyed we, the movie. We really just don't like this movie. There's just no yeah. way around it. This is just a movie that James Barrett and I do, <laughs> do not enjoy on any level. I'm James, by the way. We didn't introduce ourselves yeah. again. Yeah, it's okay. We <laughs> we don't want anybody to know this was us anyway. Yeah. Um, half past dead. God, I I really didn't like this movie. I think that we're on. I, I'm noticing a little pattern. I don't know if you have also started to pick up on this, uh-huh. but where it's almost like an every other movie is like unbearable yeah. and the ones in between, you know, aren't great by no means, but like half past dead. And then we had ticker, which is kind of a nice break yep. Rel- relative as everything on the show is. Yep. And then exit wounds, Ugh. but then the Patriot, which gave us something to talk about. Yeah. There was a little bit to say in the Patriot. Yeah. And then my giant, which I don't even know if it counts, but, you know. That was a break. Yeah. But then Fire Down Below, which gave us something to talk about and was fun in kind of a crazy way. Yeah. Fire Down Below was, was, was manageable. And then the Glimmer Man. Yeah, that was, that was a problem. And then it kind of breaks down from there. But we're developing this, this interesting pattern, so I have a little bit of hope for next week. Yeah. Um, but, and what's, what's next week's movie called? Next week is The Foreigner. Sounds boring. I'm sure it is. Um, let's do a little bit of quick IMDb trivia. I only have one note that we got. Um, and this is according to an article uh, in a German publication. And it's supposedly from one of Steven's um, stunt doubles. But I did not bother to verify this. So it's still technically just from the IMDb trivia. So it should be taken as utter bullshit. Right. Um, but supposedly, Seagal traveled everywhere in the company of a Buddhist advisor whose verdicts on the state of Seagal's karma would be reason enough for Seagal to halt filming for a day. Well, um, it's Stephen, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just Stephen. I, uh, they're all, it's getting to the point where like all these trivia is just better than anything we could have come up with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're at the point where this it has to be absurd. Yeah. yeah. Um, and last week's pretty absurd one did get approved and is still up. Um, I don't even remember. What did we, what did we say? <laughs> so the orig- we said, in the original version of Ticker, because, you know, it got all chopped up, we said, in the original version, Steven Seagal's character was revealed to be just a figment of Tom Sizemore's imagination that he created to help himself cope with his fear of bombs. I do really like that one. Yeah, yeah well, it was certainly absurd. Yeah, we did. A, I, I like that. I think we did a good job on that one. I like that one, too. Um, so what are we feeling for Half Past Dead? You know, it's it's like two weeks ago when we did Ticker. It was like there was a little bit of inspiration. There was a little bit of spark, you know, for mm-hmm. Ticker. So we were able to, I, th- I think, come up with some good IMDb trivia. Uh, this week, though, man, how do we get excited to make IMDb trivia for Half Past Dead? It's a very good question. Um, let's try. 
Okay. There's nothing stopping us. So Ticker was last week as well. So this is uh this is now two films in a row where where Stephen has been uh working alongside a, a popular rapper of the time period. Um That's sorta th- true. Well, I mean it wasn't like fucking Nas on the last one. Yeah, they don't share any they like, don't they don't share together any, any anything. Scenes. That is true. And um wasn't somebody in exit wounds? Isn't DMX in exit wounds? I think that that's true. Yeah, I, I, it's insane wins. that that we already. I can't remember who was in Exit Wounds. Um, yeah, DMX is in Exit Wounds. Yeah, this is three times in a row now. Yeah, who's in P- the Patriot? The Patriot. There's uh, nobody in the Patriot. I don't believe that there are any hip hop acts in the Patriot. No, I can't can't say that that there were. Anyway, that doesn't factor into our, our trivia, probably, but just a, a thing that I, I picked up on. Yeah. Week. I was like, you know, I feel like we've been seeing a lot of rappers in these movies. Uh, so what do you think? What do you think about the trivia this week? Well, let's let's try and you know pull some some stuff out. I did actually, there was one thing I wanted to mention that I forgot to bring up yeah. about uh, Half Past Dead. When Steven and Ja Rule are being transported to new alcatraz after they were involved in a shootout with the fbi that resulted in uh people dying they're talking about the sentences they have and it's been eight months since this shootout and ja rule says he has five years left and steven says he has two for getting in a shootout with the fbi yeah i mean that's I know. yeah it's whatever it's just a. Uh... It's just a whatever it sentence. It's, I it, thought it was fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, you know, it's not the the type of sentence one would get for being in the movie Half Past Dead, but <laughs> I would I think that that is probably true. Yeah, um, well, that's a later segment. So, what are some elements about this movie that we could kind of pull to put in to you know base our trivia about? Um, we got the new metal. Yep, uh, we have the the video games okay we, we have um the the boring villain mm-hmm. maybe steven wanted to play the video game Ma- yeah <laughs> okay. maybe steven won video game maybe. i now i was <laughs> oh jesus i would i i would like to uh, submit for the jury. Yep. Uh-huh. You, that we you, put... uh <laughs> you uh you decide I'll preside. Oh I I don't I don't know about that. I don't know if that adds up. But yeah. okay. um uh, I would like to submit that our IMDB trivia for this week be <laughs> maybe Steven once video game. <laughs> <laughs> um I was actually thinking pretty much the same thing. Um so yeah. What, what what were you thinking? I think I, I I think it was just different wording. I think it was like Stephen want game, uh, was was what I was thinking. But maybe Stephen want video game. Um, <laughs> what episode is this, by the way? What number is this? I think like sixteen. All right, just just wanted to know how long it took before we got to I want play video game, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe Stephen want game. Uh, you, gonna... you, you you go ahead and word it. <laughs> um, so 
I have right now Steven want video game question mark. <laughs> um, Do you want to add anything to it? Uh, um, according to one of Steven's stunt doubles on set, <laughs> colon, Steven want video game <laughs> exclamation point. Okay. Um, that's, that's my only potential revision, but uh, it re- I'm really not married to it. We could go with, with the original as well. <clears throat> now, I, I have also suge- I, I would like to also suggest, um, and, and this is just the full the full trivia that I am going to suggest. When reached for comment, Steven Seagal replied, "I want video game." That, so that's the whole start to finish. Yeah, that's the whole start to finish. <laughs> yeah, roll with it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's submitted. Let's see if this is our fastest decline yet. It seems like it's like we're taunting IMDb <laughs> at this point. It's like we're fucking I mean, we're daring them to put that online. I I will be very interested to see if this becomes our third that uh, gets denied. Or All our thirteenth right. to get confirmed. I I guess. That's too much math for me, brother. That's something. Um, I don't know. I can't count. <clears throat> Alright. So I do have a game. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. Are you actually surprised? I just you know, we're so we're so far into the episode I I forgot games were on the table. Yeah. Brother, I got a game. And um it's so alright. This game's called Steve on a Leash. Um, in honor of our new metal soundtrack, uh-huh. I our, have and com- our infamous corn segment mm-hmm. from a few episodes back. Yeah, I have uh, eleven song lyrics that are either going to be from Steven Seagal songs from his albums that he's put out. Oh my god! Or corn songs. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm in for this. You have to get um, six out of the eleven. Classic. And the stakes for this one are going to be real, and I think they're going to be higher than normal. Oh, no. If you do not beat this game, you have to watch uh, Half Past Dead 2. Fuck. Okay, but if I watch Half Past Dead 2, I'm giving you a full synopsis of it on the on the, the podcast next week. Well, you would have to. Okay. That would be, that'd be part of the, the whole thing. I wouldn't just be like... Oh, I thought I was going to have to suffer in silence. Well, uh, no, I I would want to hear about Half Past Dead too. Okay, you would have to fill in fill us in on you know your. If I punishment. have to waste my time on on two <laughs> fucking directed DVD movies this week, I'm gonna be pissed. So well, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna listen to Corn. Okay, all right. So let's get into Steve on a leash. Let's do it. I had my pistol on the right. Now I'm gonna have to choose between more loving and a fight. That's Steven. You are correct. Nice. That is Steve that is Steven from the song Gunfight in a Juke Joint. I knew as soon as like there was a woman involved, it was a Steven <laughs> lyric. I wouldn't be too sure, brother. Okay. Oh. Um Oh. That's uh alright, that sounds like foreshadowing. Let's see. I actually I, I honestly have no idea. Oh, okay. I just I I, I wouldn't be too sure. Oh, okay. Um I'm basing this I, off of like like what I understand about 
blues lyrics and then what I understand about Slipknot lyrics. Because okay. I, I never listened to Corn, but I did listen to a lot of Slipknot. So if it sounds like Slipknot, I'm going to say it's Corn. And if it sounds like bad blues lyrics, I think it's going to be S- Steven. But, you know, that's all subjective. So we'll see how I do. But that is my, my methodology in this. Okay. Um, I mean, I will say that I, I definitely, for the most part, try and be pretty fair. Yeah. Um, so I definitely wouldn't have created the game if I thought that it would not be something that, you know, could be done. It could be beaten. All yeah. Right, let's see. A hungry ghost surrounds me. A hooded figure walks. A- okay. <laughs> a hooded figure walk across the sky. Many people see them when the time of death is near. Mm. This this feels like a trap. Um, yeah, it's a trapped lyric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could be i'm gonna go with corn on this one uh and and see how that sets the tone for answers going forward i'm gonna say corn here it is steven it's from the song dark angel i thought that that was too easy all right um so you're one one to one um and i did i do want to say that i got all of these from lyrics genius um so i'm going to be reading them as they were typed I do not know if they might they might not be accurate, particularly sometimes the way they're written. Okay. But I'm going to be reading them exactly as typed. I did not listen to any of these songs. Good on you. Okay. Why is everything so tame? I like my life insane. I'm barricading and debating who I'm going to kick around. If that's not corn, I'm going to quit this podcast. It's corn. All it's right. the song right now. All right. Whew. All right. Girl. What you really want all night, me, me want the buddy, make me feel nice. Boy, what you really want all night, me want the punani, C4 make nice. Uh, I want that to be Steven. Is, it, is that, is is that it, your final answer? Yeah. That is Steven. Let's go. That is Steven from the song Strut. Yeah. That that was okay. that was so unbelievably hurtful to listen to <laughs> that it, it needed to be Steven. Alright. So you got three now. You're already halfway there, brother. Doing good. Alright. And there's a catch with this waiting. All of my thoughts are overtaking. Do I got the strength to take this fucker down? Uh corn. Steven would never doubt himself in a fight. You are correct. That is corn in the song Cold. Yeah. Stephen would never admit to any doubt. All right. I'm constantly beat up inside, and I'm the one to blame. No one can relate to me that's not right out insane. You know I want it to be Stephen, but I think that's corn. Yeah, it's corn. Yeah. All right. I think this is a very dangerous stance to take and a very dangerous game to play. Nobody should be criticizing Obama for not taking military action. This is a lyric in a song? Corn. That is Steven from a Russia Today interview that was on Lyrics Genius for some reason. God damn it. All right. You still got three and... uh, Wait. I have four, don't I? Yeah, you got four. Yeah. You got four, and we have four left. Okay. 
I need to I need to go fifty percent here. All right. Jealousy, treachery. I could ruin your livelihood. I could kill you. I would. This is a, this is a hard one. I think this is the most like could go either way <laughs> of of any of these. Like in my head, uh, at least. So, uh, is jealousy, treachery. treachery. I could ruin your livelihood. I could kill you. I would. This type of like. It, this is so threatening <laughs> that it feels like Steven. But even Steven, that doesn't seem like the the Zen Steven I'm used to. Uh, I feel like Steven wouldn't be so aggressive in, in song, whereas Korn would maybe thrive off of that more. So I'm going to go with Korn here. That is Steven in the Fuck. song Jealousy. That's tough. Okay, wow. All right, so... You need two more, right? Need two. And we got three left. Fuck. I was out to a good start. This is getting tight. Yeah. All right. Are we sure that you got four? Yeah. Okay. So, when the girls start to strut, you could look at her, but you shouldn't do that. Think about just that because her clothes are just as pretty. They're not just to cover her kitty. Steven. (laughs) Yeah, it's Steven. Yeah. No, no, no question in my mind. Uh, it's from the same song, Strut. Hey, what if All I right. never, ever listened to that song in my entire life until hey, the day I die? I think you'd be cool. Yeah. All right. I got a black cat bone. I got a mojo too. I got little John the Conquered. Oh, baby, I'm going to mess with you. Hmm. Steven. That is correct. That is from Hoochie Coochie Man, and you have won Steve on a leash. Let's do it. All right, let's let's the last one, though. I wouldn't be angry if you just fucking cry. Your tears would arouse me, refreshing my supply. That's corn. Yeah, that's corn. Yeah. (laughs) It's corn rotting in vain. Yeah, that's that's corn if I've ever heard it. Yes, and that was my least favorite segment I've ever had to, (laughs) full of things I've ever had to say out loud in a recorded medium. Well, here they are. Um, All right. We encourage the Stephen heads to cut those up for their own enjoyment. Yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sentencing. Here it is. I've never never felt uh, more excited for sentencing. Okay. You want to take it away while I pull up a calculator app? Because I know I'm going to have to do math. Yeah, a lot of math. So I I know I did uh, 80 years recently. What? For, uh, didn't I do 80 years oh, for exit yeah. wounds? Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. So I probably can't. I probably can't go there again. Uh, all this, mo- although this movie deserves it. I-, I was on a power trip when I when I did. Yeah, I- I did well, exit wounds years. was just a-, a lot of factors coming together. Yeah, everything really crashed down on exit wounds. Um. So I think I'm just gonna go with an even 40. Here. Okay. Uh, I think 40 is more realistically what Exit Wounds deserved, but we went for twice as much because I was pissed at Exit Wounds. I'm not actively angry at this movie. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> um, and so 40 years. Yeah, it definitely doesn't inspire the same amount of uh, vitriolic passion as some of the other movies did. Um, Exit Wounds, I still feel like we were too hard on. It just 
was the one to kind of push us over the edge. Yep. Um, but this movie does fucking suck. I gave Exit Wounds 35 years, and I still think that this should be... Yeah, You know what? I think I gotta go harsher than Exit Wounds. I'm going to copy Dylan Jones, and I'm gonna go 40 years as well. Boom. I feel good about that. Yeah. Because this movie that, fucking blows. That feels like the right amount. All right. So we are... <laughs> Steven's current sentence is two consecutive life sentences, one of which is the one he already deserves, and then 437 years. Sounds right. Yep. Thinking about how eventually we're going to be hitting the thousands. We just have to be based on just like the quantity that we have left. How exciting is that, right? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anything else that you really want to touch on? Half past dead, anything? Or just kind of check in and Steve Steve out for the week? You know, I think I've steved about all I can steve. Um... You know, this movie's bad. That's for sure. Almost all of these movies are bad. Um, Don't watch them. From me to you, from a broken man to to somebody who maybe, you know, is just experimenting with Steve for the first time. (laughs) Don't go down this road. Take it from me. Well... I I would like to just say on the air now, while it's still true, our IMDb trivia has been approved. Um, and that, I that, don't know. That makes my heart sing with joy. I do not know how long that will be true for. I am taking a screenshot for oh, when it almost inevitably is removed. Yeah, but, but this is something at least to cherish. At least for right now. You can go on the IMDb trivia. Um, and Mark, when reached for comment, Steven Seagal replied, I want video game as interesting. Which I have just done. I found this interesting. I find that extremely interesting. So, All right. Um, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about next week? We're going foreigner mode. Um, Thanks for saying the name of the movie because I was going to ask what it was again. Okay, yeah, um, the foreigner. The foreigner. Um, Really, officially, I know we've been dipping our toes into that direct-to-DVD, but this is really, I mean, after after The Foreigner, it's all direct-to-DVD. So this is really, like, a, a big one. So this movie that we just saw, Half Past yes. Dead, th- that was put yes. in theaters? Yes this, was a, yes, this was the last theatrical Steven Seagal starring movie. I can't believe it. It is actually pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it... Uh, maybe it's just because it feels so much like exit wounds that it kind of makes sense, yeah. but it, I, it definitely is a uh, reasonable. It was a bomb. Uh, I, I would hope it was a bomb both uh, financially and critically. Um, yeah, it sucks shit. It's bad. Um, I've got a little bit of hope for the foreigner i know it's not going to be good i know i'm going to hate watching it but maybe it'll be at least a little bit more like inspiring bring a little bit more stuff to the table to talk about yeah um but yeah i mean it's it's not great i already said it i really i hate having to do the show now that now that we've done it now that we've talked about half past dead and i can put it behind me i'm feeling kind of good 
Yeah. But I mean, it's just going to be the same thing next week. You get a real false high at the end of this show. Like, yeah. You get the, like, I did it feeling, and you get this, like, sense of, like, accomplishment. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yep. But then, but then you just got to keep doing it week after week. It never ends. It oh, well, it never, does. And, it, well, it does. It does. It end. does. Yeah. It and does. That's so important. It's very important. Um, well, there it is. Um, that's this movie. That is this movie. Um, from the bottom of my heart, don't watch this. Yeah. I mean, don't watch any of them. Yeah. Um, but really, but, don't watch this one. But thanks for listening. Yeah, um, for sure. Send us emails, stevendestroypodcast at gmail.com. Um, there's the Patreon, you know. You know the Patreon. <laughs> you know the Patreon. You guys are vets by now. You guys know yeah. the Patreon. Come Patreon. on. Patreon.com slash talk film society. Um Yeah, you know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm all Steved out. I'm just ready to sh- forget Steven exists for the next, you know, six days. Yeah. But hey, when Sunday comes around, man, you get that communion with the Lord. Uh yeah. Anyway. Um you guys know the deal. I I don't know if I've got it in me today. I'm, I you know what? I'm gonna muster it up. You know this is a uh, you know we're professionals now. So I you know yeah even when I don't exactly, even yeah. when I don't feel like doing it I gotta do it. You know you gotta do it. That's the way. That's the whole uh, theme of the show. You know this is this Which, is showbiz. One thing baby. one thing that you know when we talk about how we didn't have to do this. Yeah. We also didn't have to do it like with that kind of notion of like we're gonna watch one a week and see what it does to our brains <laughs> yeah how could we have we done it just... differently <laughs> hmm? how could we have done it differently we could have just been like we're gonna watch every steven seagal movie and just you know i i guess we probably would have still ended up doing it but then like if we didn't have that same approach of like a challenge and like a you know mental and emotional test we could take weeks off without feeling quite as like bad about it yeah, that's true. But uh, then again, though, like locking ourselves into the challenge of doing it every week, I think is the only way that this gets done. Like if this were just like, oh, yeah, let's watch every Steven Seagal movie. haha, And then like we got to this point and I was like, hey, do you just want to stop? You'd be like, yeah, let's not do this anymore. But yeah. we've, we've really we've really triggered something, I think, because yeah. like if you asked me to stop, I would not at this point oh same actually <laughs> yeah. yeah same you were talking about like how you wanted everything to get wiped from the internet and i was just like fuck that would just mean i'd have to buy every single one on dvd yep and that's what i was thinking that's why i that's why i put it in the comment yeah. on, and all the dvds are gone because i was like no we could still we could still do yeah. it yeah and we and we would and we would yeah there's we're no challenge that we can't meet in this podcast we are in now. it now we're gonna uh, we're, too, we're way too far in to stop we haven't. I don't know if that's true. Sixteen we, we, weeks. That's yeah. Um, that's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. I feel like we're at the point right now where, like, we like you and I think like the the cracks are coming in. You know, like we're we're cracking, we're going crazy. You know, where this is really wearing us down. But I feel like to the third party listener, it's only like just just beginning. You know, I feel like I feel like we're in like still in the naive, like we're in the dog days of this thing. We're we're not we're not even close. Yeah, I just I guess I feel like when it gets really bad though, it's just gonna be 
like me coming in and just being like, <laughs> yeah, it's Steven Destroy again. Fuck this movie. Dylan, what's your sentencing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our first episode is going to be like half a minute long. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait for that one. I can't wait for the episode where we just can't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, arguably Exit Woods was kind of there we like barely talked about exit woods yeah but i'm looking for like a 10 minute episode i'm looking for an episode where we get 10 minutes in and we're just like fuck it read the wikipedia page and then leave (laughs) okay well we wouldn't do that we'd find you know well we'll see well i I just mean we'd we'd find something else to yeah that's true we could always we could just talk about something else yeah yeah um okay you you want to you want to take us on out here? Yeah, this was this was a lot of great procrastination for me to to not have to do my Steven Seagal voice. You can just not do it. We make the rules here. We do make the rules, but one of the rules we make the rules. One of the rules that we've we've made is that once we start doing something, apparently we can't stop. So I don't know if that's necessarily true of everything on the show. That's a lot of things on the show, but that's that's true. We did we did a uh, we got rid of the motherfucker count. We got rid of the motherfucker count. I stopped doing the McGruber update pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know why. That was uh, a beloved segment. Yeah. Um, you just, you, you don't have to do it. <laughs> Look, I, it, do, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Yeah, it, 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 truly. Uh, you guys know the deal. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Thanks for listening, friends. Thanks for listening, good friends of mine, <laughs> assholes and motherfuckers alike. And, haters uh, and losers. <laughs> yeah. Um, haters and losers. And uh, I assume some people that are friends of ours as well. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah, everyone's, well, everyone is either a hater and loser or my friend. But everyone who listens is my friend. And they can... Email me at stevendestroypodcast.com. Just James. At, no, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not allowed in the in the email. I also just said at stevendestroypodcast.com, which does not exist. And never will. And never will. Um take us take us out of this show. Okay. You know what? Thanks for listening. Good friends of mine. And uh this has been Stephen Destroy. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad-libbing. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs>